Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church in Ankeny, and today is Tuesday, December 20th. We're just days away from Christmas, and I hope you are as excited as I am in anticipating remembering the coming of Christ with your family, friends, loved ones. We have just finished our final Sunday of Advent. We have Christmas Eve still to come. But last week, of course, Stan spoke to us on the theme or the concept of love. We were in 1 John. Much of 1 John 4 is about God's love for us and our love for each other. And I want to take a moment on this episode of the Extra Point Podcast to do what we always do for the most part, and that is to take a look back at last week's text or topic and to provide some further insight, deeper observation, uh, even more application. And I think even more so on this episode, I want to bring further clarity to some things we said on the last episode and kind of tie in together a number of things from this this season of Advent. You know, Advent um, consists of four themes, at least here at First Family, they have this year, hope, peace, joy, and love. And we looked at each one of those. And um, one of the themes, of course, one of the um, running threads through each of those is the idea of obedience and pursuing or focusing on thinking about these uh, themes, pursuing them, chasing them, such as hope, peace, joy, and love. And sometimes we can have the false understanding that um, we produce these, and can I use the word feelings there in the appropriate manner? Perhaps the word is traits, Um, but we can have the false idea that we produce these, uh, that a certain kind of obedience or a certain kind of effort or that um, maybe our, um, you know, um, not just desire, but that our work then produces these things. And I, I think a better word, and the way in which I want to bring some clarity to these four things, to say this, that our obedience in these areas helps us experience these things. It does not produce these things. If you recall, last Tuesday I mentioned that all of these are resultant. In other words, they are byproducts. They come from Jesus. It's true about love. Uh, Stan taught us that love is from God, uh, that we love others because He first loved us. Uh, Much of the things he taught us last week were about God's love for us shown in Christ Jesus, our propitiation, uh, the full satisfaction of God's wrath is seen in the sacrificial death of Christ and the subsequent vindicating resurrection. All of those things are proof, they're evidences of God's love for us, which in turn produce in us a love for others. And so, yes, from last week's uh, theme of love and the concept there, the doctrinal understanding of it in 1 John 4, its practical outworking, of course, in 1 John 4, and we could even back that truck up to the to the concept of joy and then peace and hope. These are all from the Lord. They're all from God. They're all through Christ by His Spirit, and they're shared with, given to believers, and we experience these things to a greater or lesser degree, I think, uh, in light of our obedience, but our obedience does not produce these things. And so that that clarity 
is quite important. Otherwise, we could run into some type of of um, wrong thinking regarding our effort, regarding our work. Um, it does not produce these things. It simply enables us to experience what actually comes from the Lord, what is given and produced, if I could use that word, by Him. They belong to Him, and He shares them with us. We experience then that through, and often to a lesser or greater degree, through our obedience to Christ. Now, I bring that up because I think uh, it, it, it does bring to the surface a larger issue, and that is the issue of sanctification. Often when we talk about obedience and we focus on uh, various topics as we have this Advent season, and we provide avenues and ways to experience the hope of, of the Lord or the peace of Christ, the joy of the Lord, the love of God. Often we are talking in a larger sense then about our sanctification, that process by which we are made increasingly, progressively into the image of Christ. So let me just share just for a few more moments as we close some thoughts about the concept of and the doctrine of sanctification. Romans 8 does guarantee this will happen. Uh, there God promises to conform all genuine believers into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. And so because this rests on God's promise, this is a work of grace. It's not earned. Uh, neither is salvation. So both sanctification and salvation are works of grace. They, are, they rest in God's promise. They're guaranteed by His power to all of God's genuine children. I often say it like this, that the fact of sanctification is already settled. What is often experienced at different levels is the pace of it. And this is where I think obedience becomes a factor in the life and the walk of the believer. Again, we don't produce sanctification. We don't empower sanctification. It is by the Spirit from the Lord. It's guaranteed to occur, um, but it is experienced at different levels and in different ways, even at a different pace uh, in, the, in the life of the believer. And I think it's because of obedience. You see, we're commanded to work out our salvation. Consider these other phrases. We're, we're exhorted to pursue holiness. Uh, we are called to obey the teachings of Jesus and even to teach others to obey all that Jesus has commanded. Paul has told us several times to put off the old man, to put on the new man. This is both Ephesians and Colossians. We know that in uh, 1 John, we're to walk in love. And of course, in the second and third epistle of John as well. There, there's some common themes about uh, being welcoming to strangers, and there's just a number of imperatives as well as implications regarding our role, our responsibility as believers. And so we do these things in the power of the Spirit, which, by the way, is the only way these can actually be done. They can't be done in the flesh to the end of sanctification. Now, they can be done in the flesh and they can appear to be good works. They can appear to have the right kind of effect. And perhaps in the moment, they may have some kind of external impact. But if done in the flesh, they will not have a sanctifying effect 
to the actual person because only that can be done by the Spirit. Remember, it's the Spirit that empowers and produces the change and the conformity to Christ. We experience that through obedience. That's why I say the fact of our sanctification and the avenue of it is never in doubt. We cannot affect that. But it does seem from Scripture that we can affect the pace of that, which is why, again, I say that obedience is such an important matter. And the obedience is important because it's how we experience the settled matter of sanctification. It's not how we produce it. I really like how Paul talks about uh, his own sanctification. He talks about it, I think, in a pretty detailed way in 1 Corinthians 15, oh, beginning about verse 9. He goes through at least verse 11 or 12, but I think the, the gist of it is in verses 9 and 10, in which he says that um, it was all because of grace that he was able to follow Christ, uh, that it was not anything he did, and yet he then says that he worked harder than any of them followed by this phrase that he was only able to work harder because of grace. So Paul had this unique way of understanding that he didn't produce anything about his own salvation or sanctification, and yet because of what God produced in him, he was able to then obey in such a way to experience that sanctification um, in a beautiful, progressive, uh, edifying manner. And so I share that in this Advent season because here's, here's what perhaps could be a trap, a hidden trap that unintentionally we fall into, and that's this. We may focus so much on doing and on trying to accomplish you know, certain traits or feelings of hope or joy or peace or love that we miss actually the one who empowers those things to actually exist in our life. And so I would encourage us not to uh, try to make the doing of the actions to produce the feeling you're focused. That's not effective. Instead, focus on the power that Christ gives you to simply obey His commands. And in your obedience through the Spirit's power to obey the commands of our Lord, you will then experience increasing hope, peace, joy, love. It will be the byproduct of a focus on obeying Jesus. You may think, well, Todd, you're splitting hairs a little bit here. And perhaps there's some legitimacy to that. What I'm trying to do is not split hairs. What I'm trying to do is, is pave a, a, a well-worded road so that we avoid two ditches. The one ditch is that it's all about my effort and I produce what God requires. Uh, that's a false ditch. The other ditch is that it doesn't matter what I do. Um, it, it, it has no effect. That's a false ditch. What we should realize is we do experience God's beautiful work of sanctification, and the, 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 the avenue by which that's experienced is our obedience. But we don't obey in order to produce, thinking that it's our power. We obey in response to Christ's calls, and then he fills us, of course, with his power to obey. And in the, in the course of obeying, we experience his beautifully uh, progressive, sanctifying work in which he's making us more and more like himself. 
That's my prayer, not only for myself and for our family this Advent season, it's my prayer for you, for those within our spiritual family, that we will um, seek to obey our Lord and experience the hope, peace, joy, and love that He brings. And over the course of, of this month, we will experience a deeper sanctification and a deeper conformity to the image of Jesus Christ.